0: Respectfully.
1: respectfully,
0: respectfully, respectfully, respectfully,
1: respectfully, a Melanated, melanated therapist. therapist. Welcome in and welcome home family. I'm Dimitri.
0: And I'm Rade. And this is Respectfully, a Melanated Therapist podcast. Just a quick disclaimer, this is not therapy. We are just two people who are doing a podcast who happen to be therapists. The information in our podcast is for psychoeducation and entertainment purposes only. If you are in need of therapeutic resources, please feel free to contact us and we'll point you in the right direction. Before we kick off the show, let's talk a little bit about how you all can support us. If you would like to show us support, please share our podcast on social media, tag Respectful EMT, rate the show and write reviews just to let us know that you're listening and enjoying the show.
1: Thanks, Fran. Mm-hmm. So before we jump into the topic of today's episode how are you doing on your end
0: I am thriving you mm. know just on the topic of today's episode <laughs> I have started my last semester of school yes of my doctoral hey, program. friend. yes thank Dr. You. Rade yes thank you Degree <laughs> mean please. I know that's anyway. right, friend. So this is I'm entering my final, final semester, and I have just decided that I am going to be the most at peace, the most intentional about being the most at peace I have ever been in my life before. Mm-hmm. School is not about to stress me. I know I got a lot right. going on, and <laughs> having that extra thing on my plate can be a lot, especially as mm-hmm. I'm working on my dissertation and I have my oral defense.
1: Yes,
0: and you know, try. I'm just mind my business lately in my own <laughs> little world.
1: <laughs> I can relate to that,
0: but, and trying to keep my peace. So, yeah. How are you?
1: Um, I can echo that for sure. Um, you know, just. I'm doing well. Just balance. Balance, balance, balance. So just trying to figure out what balance looks like for Dimitri. Um, because balance looks differently for all of us, you know. Um, us type A and type B people. It looks different. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Type A means that, you know, we still gonna have two thousand things on our plate, but we're gonna find a balance somehow. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Literally. Just working, Yeah, just working on finding a balance and um not allowing My passion to be in control versus it being a co-pilot in my journey. Um, Ooh, hey! Did you just
0: come (laughs) for me? No.
1: Oh my god! I just came for myself. But listen, but I'm, but this, you know, I'll speak about, you know, my, you know. I know, but it felt so personal. <laughs> but it was, I, it was, it was, it's deep. Trust it me, it's deep. deep. <laughs> yes, yes. Because I just, um, because I'm so passionate about, you know, helping people and, 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 you know, being blessed and fortunate enough to actually be in the career that I chose mm-hmm. um, and I wanted. So, you know, sitting in the, the blessing and the, the joy of that, but also at the same time, I'm realizing that if I focus too much on my passion, then ultimately I may lose myself to it. And I don't want to lose Mm -hmm. myself to my passion. I want to be in unison. I want to be in, um, there's another word I wanted to use, but it left me. But basically I want us to, my passion and who I am individually to, you know, move in stride with one another simultaneously versus having to switch with one being in the forefront, the other one being in the forefront. And I just feel like, you know, I would rather have my, my passion Um, Be the co-pilot so that way I can still experience life and I can still enjoy life and and live uh, my best life and um, not just make it all about work and passion and, you know, pouring more into myself. So um, I'm being very, very intentional about the energy that I am allowing into my own um, and I'm also being very mindful of the messages that I send myself as a result of what external energies may be around me, or the energy that I may have to step into because of obligations and responsibilities. Hmm. But we, but yeah, you but know, other than so that, you that. know, on the up and up, you know, on the on the on the incline, so I can appreciate that. Um. Yes. Yeah, so. Today's episode, fam, we're going to be talking about relationship deal breakers. Now, what are deal breakers? Deal breakers are behaviors, values, or characteristics of a potential long term partner that you fundamentally disagree with. Deal breakers are useful tools to prevent potential unhealthy behaviors, unbalanced relationship roles, or potentially dangerous situations in your relationships. So, some examples of deal breakers can include but not limited to substance abuse and other addictions, poor hygiene. Let me rewind that back. Poor hygiene. Insecurity. <laughs> and lack of ambition. <laughs> Financial instability, which could look like not enough money, poor money management, or your credit score is just horrible. Um. Differences in faith and differences in family values. Uh, you know, people. Hygiene <laughs> is important. People
0: I'm not laughing at people with poor hygiene. I'm laughing I at know. the fact
1: that it was like a slow. Let me rewind that. Because <laughs> people sometimes people just don't listen, sweetheart. Sweethearts, homeboys, homegirls, them, they, everyone if you are not effectively intentionally taking care of yourself which includes your hygiene what can you do for this relationship you're not even taking care of yourself how are you going to take care of our, uh, how are you going to help me take care of our relationship So I know you may see something that's okay. Well, you know, it's as simple as brushing your teeth or washing your ass. But at the same time, it's bigger than that. It's about self-love, self-care. So a part of self-love and self-care is taking care of yourself in all spectrums, including hygiene. So if you that to me, if your hygiene is poor, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a bad person or anything like that. It's just more so means that okay, how much are you pouring into yourself? How much are you caring for yourself, making yourself a priority to where you're paying attention to how you're presenting yourself um, out in these streets. So. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of people, and it's not superficial. It's not all about appearances. And I'm not saying you got to be dripped in any type of design or anything like that. But I mean, that's basic self-maintenance. And if you can't handle basic self-maintenance, how can you handle anything else that I feel like will come with connecting yourself with someone else in a romantic way and building something and growing from there? Mm -hmm. But I'm not saying, but I have nothing against, you know, when we, when we in partners, because we got people out here who build partners, you know, we see potential and we build them up. Potential doesn't always work in our favor, but it don't stop us from trying. Um, So, you know, hats off to those. And we're not saying, you know, don't help lift someone up because, you know, it may be a reason why their hygiene is poor. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They may not have the financial means. They may just be getting back on their feet. They could have been homeless and now they, you know, are back on their feet and they're trying to lift themselves up. You just never know the reason why. But I'm just saying that that can be a deal breaker because it's almost a reflection of how you care about yourself in a sense, depending on the context of your situation.
0: Yeah. Just an example of a deal breaker. I mean, right. it's not everybody's, right? Right, Likewise. exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> deal breakers. I don't know what I was thinking with this episode. All right, so.
1: <laughs> well, obviously, uh, you know uh, what yours are and what they're not because you're married, so.
0: I mean, but deal breakers can evolve. I mean, I think deal breakers can evolve.
1: Um, they can, as you and, grow, but, we all evolve. Yeah,
0: yeah. But we can we can talk about that in a minute. So, so my first question for you though is, <laughs> what role have deal breakers played in your romantic life?
1: Of course, the first question for me. Um, it is okay. <laughs> so, I let me see. How can I answer this question? Um, honestly, there was a time where it didn't have a role at all. Cause I didn't know what the hell they were, <laughs> uh-huh. and then, but now they're so present and so, um, it's like a billboard. Like they on the billboard now. Just like when you're riding down the street and you see all them billboards in the street, electronic, digital, whatever, <laughs> they on the billboard now. Like, uh, food, not this exit. Go move on to the next exit. See what options we got in the next exit type of situation. Because, you know, just like when you're traveling, you're hungry. I don't want nothing to exit 232, but, you know, 235 look like it got something I could chomp on. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I feel like <laughs> those are the the, the little signs of, of what's in this exit. But, um. But now they are really, um, I feel good about them. I feel Mm -hmm. good that um, they're not unreasonable. I feel um, okay with them. I don't feel like it's too much. And I don't think I'm asking, I don't feel like I'm asking for too much. But it does kind of guide in this space that I'm in now, how much, what I'm going to put energy into and what I'm not willing to put energy into. And Mm -hmm. I feel like at this point, I, regardless of how, you know, what I do like about you, if you hit any of those deal breakers, we 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 may have a good time. We may have a real good time, actually. A nice little ride at the rodeo, but eventually that ride gonna stop. Because of the deal breaker. Because of the deal breaker. So you have to be very mindful of what your deal breakers are. So that way you're not, you know, for lack of better terms, wasting each other's time or walking into a situation that can end up in heartbreak. When Mm -hmm. it possibly could have been uh, prevented or something that could have been discussed to see where you both stand on it. Because sometimes what may show up as a deal breaker from your side of the table may be something that person is not even aware of mm mm-hmm. You know, they, you know, a lot of the things that we come to the table with, they've been learned or they've been bred through experience, good, bad, or indifferent. So, Mm. you know, so understanding that. So I do feel like, you know, ultimately, if you feel like you see a deal breaker, I still feel like it requires a conversation so that they understand where you're coming from and you can get a clearer picture of where they are. Is it a deal breaker? Is it still a deal breaker? You know, it's just something that they're aware of and it's just like, that's a no-go for them? Or is it something that they're they're unaware of As far as something that you want or you need And they just never had the opportunity To show that to someone because it wasn't required Because at the end of the day Whenever you walk into a relationship with someone Everybody wants and needs are different So maybe they ha- they weren't required to You know um, Be ambitious Maybe all they was required to do was Bring home a check and help pay these bills You know Or you know ultimately They Weren't taught financial literacy growing up, and they don't know how to manage their money, which is why there's poor money management. So I'm just saying that just because it's, there are certain deal breakers that you see and you run immediately, run. <laughs> but there's <laughs> run, but there are some that you know I feel like require a conversation because you just mm-hmm. never know where that person is in their life or where or where they came from and what 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 they were required. What was required of them in their previous relationships is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. What about you?
0: Um. Yeah, I think I thought I had deal breakers, <laughs> but I mean, just as a very young adult, like you think you got a lot of stuff,
1: <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's not
0: just not the case. Um, think you have a lot of answers. that's not the case. I thought I had dealbreakers. I thought I understood what that looked like. But also, um, the role dealbreakers have also played in my romantic life outside of me thinking I had them and and not really having them mm-hmm. was also um in some areas, not all, but in some areas, I was not holding myself to the same standard of my uh dealbreakers, mm-hmm. and so the role that they played in my romantic life was that the people that I had interest in or a possible partnership or just courting, they would often be a mirror. um, Just holding up a mirror to the deal breakers that I didn't really (laughs) know were were there and Mm -hmm. my lack of respect for my own quote unquote deal breakers at that time
1: gotcha so yeah okay i can rock with it so would you say that you have a lot of deal breakers and have they always been considered deal breakers in your romantic life why or why not
0: Mm -mm -mm. i think like (laughs) just like i was saying but just no, they haven't always been deal-breaker or considered deal-breakers. Like, I know my deal-breakers have changed over time. I know there were certain deal-breakers that were simply immaturity. There were certain deal-breakers that were simply ignorance, right? Just, like, a not-knowing. Um, and there were certain deal-breakers that I had to learn how to enact and put into place and have an understanding of why do they even exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I don't think I have a lot of deal-breakers. I think I just mostly how i base any of any of my relationships including romantic Mm -hmm. is with openness of like who is this person and what are they bringing to the table i think and that is also i think under different circumstances for me in particular because i'm married (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. right
0: like i think if if i for for whatever reason you know, if I was in a lifetime where I wasn't, I'm, I think that my deal breakers would be, I would probably have a lot more of them just after having lived some life, you know, mm-hmm. and having mm-hmm. had experiences that told me, nope, not this person. Nope, not that kind of interaction or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but context, context, I think is very important for me, mm-hmm. um, including me and that person's history. Um, including goals that we've set together, all of those things come into play. So an example of this is, is that if we dealt with a certain unhealthy or toxic behavior pattern in our relationship in the beginning stages, mm-hmm. and we move into a space, like if me and my husband are now married, move into a space now in marriage, and that toxic, unhealthy behavior pattern starts to show up again, but we have both identified it as such being, if this happens again, it will ruin this foundation that we've rebuilt, or whatever, mm-hmm. deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, we shouldn't, this is where we shouldn't be back to, right? And I think that's just a uh, a space of, shoot, just also being married. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there, I think that can, is a thing. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just trying to like think about this uh, in a sense of like just having a lot of deal breakers. Mm-mm. Like I want to see like I have to get a little nosy. Like okay, if you saying <laughs> something happened right, and it's possibly a deal breaker, to so give me the tea.
1: Mm-hmm. What was the essence of this event? <laughs> what was the essence right. of this experience? It's first, starting with your damn intentions.
0: Right. Just and, and what are your intentions right now? Hey, man. Have you have you figured that out? and and how, do you have some history of of action behind
1: that mm-hmm. you know so yeah what about you yeah well first i want to say i i really like how you you brought up um that deal breakers um are fluid in a sense and they evolve as we evolve as people because who we are at 20 is not going to be who we are at 30 and who <laughs> we are at 30 is not going to be who we are at 40 so as we continue to move forward life whether you're in a relationship or not you know certain things certain deal breakers will will remain um firm but there's uh but the rest of them could be a little more fluid than the others because we you know we get older and we mature and we walk into different doors of or down different paths of life and we start to want different things and we want to experience different things. So some of those things could could change, um, but mm-hmm. there'll always be some core ones like you know loyalty and and faithfulness that are solid and and will always be firm and and honesty. But there'll be some that might be a little more fluid. You know what I mean. But um, to answer your question. I don't have a lot, but I have... But they're big ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they have weight, yes. They have quite some weight to them. So, you know, I'm... um, You know, what comes to mind, you know, as, for those who are Lauren Hill fans, you will know what <laughs> song this is from. But it says, How You Gonna Win When You Ain't Right Within. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, come through. You know, so... <laughs> I'm always looking at, you know, those internal things, you know, how are you taking care of yourself? How do you treat those you care about in your life? You know, because all of that is a reflection of how you could possibly treat me. So, um, you know, do you show compassion? Do you have empathy? Because I'm not always going to, it's not always going to be daisies and lilies. And sometimes I'm going to wake up and I might be a bitch today, Mm. (laughs) you know, just because that's just, how I woke up, you know, unfortunately, you know, we try to change, you know, work around and change our our vibes for the days as we go through them. But sometimes, you know, depending on what's on our plate, we don't always wake up in the best of moods. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, my deal breakers have changed. So they have not always been the same. I feel like as I've matured, <laughs> my deal breakers have matured. I feel like before, you know, it was a little uh, when I was younger, you know, it was like, oh, you need to have a car. You need to do all of this. And I'm not saying that that's not happening now because, you know, at a certain degree, you should have some of these things figured out by now um, in, in my age group. Um, but, you know, it was a lot of more superficial things and not really realizing the things that I needed that were intangible. So, you know, some of my deal breakers are, you know, external. Um, kind of like some of the ones that were mentioned in the examples I gave earlier, but a lot of them are intangible, compassion, consideration, you know, things that, you know, ultimately I can only see through actions, not just your words. Um, but like I said, I'm not so stern, but at the same time, um, one, I'm getting too old and two, I got too much. I got too much stuff on my plate, to, and if I'm gonna add something else to my plate, then I'm gonna need it to be, you know, as on point as possible. I ain't got time to be going to build a bell I ain't got time to <laughs> be. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I don't have time. And I'm. <sighs> and, and when I say be, I'm not, say, listen. It's so. It's not. <laughs> so it's because I know how it sounds. It's not. No, it's not Actually, <laughs> that I'm not. <laughs> that i'm not supportive and i can't see when someone is working towards a goal or someone is actually putting their money where their mouth is i'm staying in the situations where that's not present um that's what i'm talking about i'm not trying to build what's not there now we can have a conversation see where we land but i'm not trying to to build now i can help lift you up but you got to already have a foundation, like I, like you. If we still looking for contractors and we ain't even broke ground, then I might need to move on to the next assignment or the next uh, situation. Mm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But maybe. I mean, but, you know, but at the same time, you also, when it comes to deal breakers, you also realize, like you say, it's the it's the type of relationships we've been in in the past that kind of direct some of our current deal breakers and, you know, some of the, you know, heartache and pain and, you know, trying to make sure, obviously, that you're not, you know, um, projecting um, your stuff onto someone else. But at the same time, realizing where you don't want to be or what you don't want to experience as mm-hmm. the foundation of how you're moving forward in your future connections.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. <laughs> I mean, and that's real. Hopefully
1: I didn't offend anyone, but that was my truth. Uh,
0: if you're here,
1: welcome. You should know us by now. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I you mean, don't, but welcome, like Rodney right, said. Right, for real. <laughs>
0: because honestly, just, for, like, no, we're not shooting for codependency. So no, no Build-A-Bear. Right. Because if I Build and mold you, then I have to keep doing that.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and who said that's even who you? And who's to say that's even who you are?
0: It's not because it was who I said you was.
1: What? Listen, but, and, then, <laughs> and then and then and then like we just said earlier, then we're gonna end up then it's the ride over the ride at the oh, rodeo. It's so is it's, it's that's it? Now <laughs> you right. resentful. I mean, I'm in the bed crying. Then called off of work because we need a <laughs> mental health day, bitch. Yes. Like, I'm just saying. Don't even worry about it.
0: you right. I'm putting in all this work I shouldn't have even been doing.
1: Right. This like period. I said, a mirror. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> well, I meant I that with so much conviction, but you know, it's... But it's different strokes for different folks. Everybody got different deal breakers. It and is. that's the whole point. But the, the whole point Roday <laughs> and I are trying to make. Um, even though cause I, I feel like we're we're making light of it. And cause sometimes when you look at stuff you decisions you made in the past, you like, nah, bitch, why did I do that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's Listen, where a lot of the laughter is coming been... from. So Y'all. <laughs> I've been in some situations like, 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 how did you not miss that flag? Like, was oh. you just blind as fuck? Like, he that was a it. whole red flag. Like, that was a billboard saying, bitch, run, bitch, run. And For I walked real. through the door anyway. You know, not my last one, by the way, just in case I have a listener to. <laughs> we, we're not talking For about the real. last one. We're talking about the one before. It's and if just, you're listening, I don't give a fuck.
0: There's that. I mean, honestly, when you say that, it's true though, because. <sighs> It's not even that I think it is like something to be made fun of or to make light of li- light of, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like when you move past something, when you grow past something you forgive yourself for, it, you give yourself that grace for it, and then you <laughs> look back. You're like, girl, what? How sway? <laughs> right. How sway <laughs> Like Come on. Well, now. Like well, now well, you know. Like, girl,
1: you knew. But it's a lesson in in everything. Yes.
0: But But granted, once you learn the lesson, I think it's easy to feel like this. Like, I don't... And... Y'all know, you know, me and my um, astrology and stuff. So we recently had a Pisces super full blue moon.
1: Okay, explain that to us, friend, what that means.
0: So just... Just for the sake of moving things along here, because we're not about to spend that much time on this. But that, <laughs> <laughs> that Pisces super full blue moon um, brought up a lot of realizations and reality checks that were emotional but and and disappointing because it was a reality check, but also some significant acceptance of like, mm-hmm. okay. I understand how I'm here. I'm disappointed that that happened, but okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that because we're talking about this and I had a lot of moments come up just even recently during that space of like, just being like, girl, what? how, <laughs> how, but being able to move through it. And I feel good about the fact that now we're here and I'm able to kiki about it. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> next question um when you run into deal breakers how do you address them
1: mm, that's a loaded question it depends on what they are because some of them i've been is- Peace, deuces, but but typically, depending on what they are, kind of like what I was saying earlier, then I feel like they were you know require conversation so that we can see where we both stand. Um, because if we're both single, then that means that you know, we have made certain choices and have chosen, you know to move forward with new situations versus anything um,
0: that we had going
1: on in the past. However, you know, making sure we're on the same page because, you know, ultimately what I want may not be the same things that you want. Or like I said before, you know, and it works both ways. I'm not walking into a situation. I'm not perfect by any means. So, you know, I could walk into a situation being one way and it could be come up for a deal breaker for, you know, who's sitting across from me. And then that person, Mm -hmm. you know, may communicate that to me and it may be something I don't even realize, or it may be something that I'm not willing to compromise on or I'm not willing to, you know, um, Adjust and that's okay, and that's okay on both sides of the table. You don't have to adjust for anyone that if you don't feel like it that you need to. Um, now if it's something that you see value in and it's something that you and you want to be with this person and you want to see where this is going to go long term, then that's when we're having that conversation about okay, well, where's our line in the sand? What does this look like for us moving forward together? Um, and if we can't reach a consensus, then you know. I'm not gonna deny the feelings I have for you, but how far can we truly get with each other if we can't resolve this particular roadblock? So either mm-hmm. you know, it's gonna be a road either the roadblock gonna remain or we're gonna fix the street and we're gonna keep driving. So it's mm-hmm. really, you know, deciding to I and I think the biggest thing, um that a lot of people experience is that loneliness piece. And sometimes mm-hmm. that loneliness piece, not being alone, but the loneliness piece um, kind of drives some of those decisions and kind of makes people's re- um, deal breakers a little more fluid than they may need to be at times for the sake of having, you know, someone next to them or for the sake of saying that they belong or, you mm-hmm. know, or they are part of a, a, a relationship. Um, So... Religious communication, but like I said, certain things um, that I'm just, it's going to be a no from the beginning, you know, it's not going to, it doesn't require a conversation. It's more like, I mean, we could call it conversation-ish, but it's more so, you know, I feel like we're in two different places in our life right now. And, you know, when X, Y, and Z. When those meet, then we can have another conversation about us being romantic, but it doesn't mean that we still can't communicate or potentially be friends or just kind of continue to get to know each other and see what that can develop into. But running into a situation where there's uh, some deal breakers that are blinking, flashing at me, I'm not going to be able to walk through that door, but I can walk through this one, which is, you know, a platonic foundation of getting to know each other to see, you know, what's what but that's a collective conversation. That is a collective agreement because, like I said, you know, there will be things that people are unaware of that they, that they bring to the table that may not be um, the best for a healthy relationship. And then there are things that people are going to be kind of rigid in saying that, well, it's never been a problem for me in the past, so I don't feel like I need to change it. You know, the people in my life now don't say it's a problem, so... Basically, who are you to say that I need to change Mm -hmm. something or change that um, to be with you type of situation? So Mm -hmm. um, it varies. I feel like it's levels to it. But ultimately, um, you know, it's all about the communication for me. What Um, about you?
0: I second that. I think this question is a little bit different for me just being married and... Mm -hmm. That's also interesting and interesting content, <laughs> um, but I, okay. So when I first look at this question, when I have run into deal breakers, how do I deal with them in the past? Sometimes denial. Um, mm. Presently, I think there is a sense of nervousness that comes up um, that requires me to take a pause and check in about, all right, girl. Are you uh doing your thing where you are triggered and about to cut off the a relationship, a potential relationship because of self-fulfilling prophecy or, again, just that's linked to trauma? Or is this a deal breaker, an actual deal breaker that cannot be worked through? Mm-hmm. That's like a non-negotiable. Mhm. Um I also get that nervousness or apprehension also comes up because I'm really trying to work on not maintaining prejudice or being one-sided based off of previous relationships and experiences. Mhm. Um which is where, you know, how we talked about earlier just the context of a deal breaker, mm-hmm. right? Just but also now, just even in my marriage, or I think f- for me, it's also safe to say, I know we're talking about romantic relationships, but it's safe to say just any romance or any relationship that a deal breaker does present itself. Mm-hmm. Um, Often now, I feel like they're, they somewhat feel new to me mm-hmm. because, and I have to take a look at it, like I said, and look, say, okay, is this a deal breaker? Is this like a moment where you're having a freak out or responding to. trauma trigger Mm -hmm. but for the most part um like you said communication um using honesty Mm -hmm. and considering whether or not closing off a relationship based off of whatever that quote-unquote deal breaker is if that is the most appropriate thing for the circumstance and is it actually something that will benefit the both of us if we cut Mm -hmm. the relationship off Mm-hmm. Or will it create more harm? Because I do think that there are certain relationships that are vital to our being that we can create harm by creating cutoffs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I have a follow-up question for you. Mm-hmm. So before you said yes to the dress, mm-hmm. what was some of your, like, let's say, top two non-negotiables or mm Hmm.
0: Um, so I think just at the time where I was open to dating and stuff like that, or even times where I experienced other people romantically, not having a history, and I know this sounds crazy, but I think we have to put into context, me and my partners were, have been together for a while. Mm-hmm. And we were kids when we started dating, pretty much like leaving our teenage years. Mm-hmm. And um, so just with context to that, a big thing what is in in our environment is why I'm also saying this um, is that you didn't have any. Um, I feel I feel so many ways about saying this because I don't also want it to come across as just being like a low standard, but it had to be there of no sexual allegations.
1: Mm.
0: No sexual gotcha. assault allegations or abuse. Just I think mm-hmm. when you know the context mm-hmm. <laughs> of mm-hmm. just the environment and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, that was that's the fir- that was the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one was ambition. It had to mm-hmm. be there, mm-hmm. especially given where I w- where I was in that time. I shit, even now, but mm-hmm. like I am. <sighs> It's so hard to say, but I said in the last episode, like that, you know, you I have this get this high from like thriving off of positive relationships, right? Mm -hmm. But like, also, I feel like that's the same thing when it comes to me engaging with my passions is I can become Mm -hmm. a workaholic, which can, which when using that term, it can be derogatory or have a negative connotation. But um, I. Am like I thrive off of, and I like quote unquote get the high, the endorphins, <laughs> all of those things off mm-hmm. of um, accomplishing my goals. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that for yourself, the toe to toe, like we can't, we can't meet toe to toe. Like we're, we're not, yeah, because, um, yeah, I'm gonna get very frustrated, and you're gonna get very frustrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with mm-hmm. um my lack of even being around one mm-hmm. because if you're not also doing your own thing they, we can't talk about what you're doing like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. just on an individual level trying to support each other like we mm-hmm. can't talk about our dreams and goals y'all i told y'all i'm fantastical like dream with me sit with me and dream like, <laughs> right. like tell me what you tell me what you're thinking about you know stuff like that and so being able to create that goal and create those plans and things like that that mm-hmm. um those are like I think, worse some okay. pretty big.
1: Okay, I buy, I rock with it. I vibe with it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we've been talking about deal breakers and and all of those, all of that good stuff in our personal experiences. So, how do you identify deal breakers? So, first, you want to take time to understand your values for clarity on how and why they've developed. You want to understand what you are currently working on, healing, and what things you are practicing to be better at, such as patience, listening, openness, responsibility, balance, and acceptance, because ultimately you should not be coming to the table asking for something that you are unable or unwilling to um, reciprocate. and then be clear on your reasoning for the deal breaker and its impact if it is present, such as creating an unsafe environment, annoyances, disorganization, um, arguments, lack of trust, dependability, confusion, all of those different things that typically come, you know, or rear their head in a relationship and causes turmoil. Um, you know, I always... You know, when I'm working with clients and we we get to talking about relationships and I kind of, we kind of go through wants, needs, and non-negotiables. So wants, there's some compromise. Needs, a little compromise. And non-negotiables, no, hell no. Um, no compromise. So kind of break them up into categories because there are some that, you know, to understand what it is that you truly want in your relationship or in your partner, you know, it's different levels to it. There may be some things that you may not be as rigid on as, you know, as far as some of your wants, some things that you can, you know, compromise on. And then there's going to be those non-negotiables or the deal breakers where there's just no moving past that line in the sand if it's not on a positive note. Mm -hmm. Um, And then. Much like you, Rod Day, mine, um, one of mine is is I'm very ambitious, Um, and I also experienced that quote-unquote high of accomplishments, achieving my goals and accomplishing Mm -hmm. them. Um, So I need my partner to be ambitious, but I feel like there still has to be a conversation about what that looks like, because I don't want, which means that it could be some modifications required on my end, so I'm not saying... Mm -hmm you know, putting it off on the person sitting across from me, but we have to reach an agreement of what ambition together looks like because individual ambition and ambition as a couple looks different. And I don't want Mm -hmm. us to be so ambitious that it ends up pushing us in different directions. Mm -hmm. Well, my career is booming here and I want to move here, but I'm already established and I'm booming and banging and I'm, I'm catching all these bags and you want me to move somewhere I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a Mm. lot of different pieces that go into it. So I just feel like, you know, having a conversation about what ambition looks like for both of us and how that, how we merge that together to make sure that it doesn't, you know, ultimately pull us in different directions or leads to, you know, one person feeling like they're accomplishing, you know, their goals while the other one is not, or, you know, any type of resentment or tension that could come from not having a conversation about what that ambition looks like. And then for me, outside of that, is um financial stability i need you to Mm -hmm. be established yeah 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 Yeah. i need you to be established you know and like i said i'm not asking for anything that i'm not willing to provide or i'm not bringing to the table but being financially you know stable and sound and also having financial goals you know ultimately is is very important because as you know money is a, a very big factor in the demise of uh relationships so you know i don't you know, I feel like I'm too, I ain't got time unless it break down. I ain't got time to be driving you to work and let you drive my car. I just, I, I, I don't, I'm not there. You know, and then and low key, like, let me get you a rental car because I got stuff to do. I want to be able to move when I want to move. So let me get you a rental car. Let's get us a rental car. Something. But I'm just saying, come oh, established. Geez. You know what I mean? Come so, established. Just, you know. Come through the door, you know, working and being able the whole point is come through my door self sufficient. Hmm. I should I should be a I should be a add-on, not a gap filler. Yeah. I should now be an enhancer. Correct. Correct. I should be an enhancer, not a savior. And that's all I'm gonna say about it.
0: Hmm. <laughs> if y'all need to, go ahead and rewind about 15 seconds.
1: I'm not messing with you. <laughs>
0: Just go ahead and there's one thing we're not going to do. But, you know, before I move into our therapist heads off segment, <laughs> uh, what I will say is this is why I think it's important that we have context. Because mm-hmm. I just just even listening to, there are some differences in, you know, belief systems and, and mm-hmm. values and things like that. And so just exactly. even listening to the differences between um, deal breakers for, for us, like even just with the ambition thing. Right, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I genuinely feel like there will be times where we won't be making progress at the same rate. Right, we mm-hmm. can't always decide mm-hmm. on that. Right, but then I also kind of feel like I think it. Like I think you're right though, just about the self sufficiency piece of like showing, making sure you can also show up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the deal breaker yeah. for me is you know what, it's really, I can show up from, or that person is able to show up for themselves, but they also just are not putting the effort to show up for me or partner. Mm, if, mm-mm. yeah, like when- That's a big one. Even through the, the other person's ambitions, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um. but I think if we're talking about that, then maybe I shouldn't even- Put that into play. But I think if we're talking about that, we're definitely talking about some narcissistic, you know, tendencies. And we've talked about narcissism before on our show, I Mm -hmm. think, and we've given some detail, y'all. I'm not just throwing that word out there. I genuinely mean someone that is narcissistic. Like, I think that is clinically. Yeah, I think that's truly the only way that that will become a deal breaker. Because other than that, I think I could have more understanding for why a partner wouldn't be able to support you in a certain way. Through Mm -hmm. something, if Mm -hmm. just depending on the circumstance,
1: so yeah, exactly. No, that's a a very good point because ultimately they may have not had to show up before. You know what I mean, or they don't know. You know exactly because ultimately you have to realize, like when people transition, like okay, so a single person, depending on you know their history, their relationship, past relationship history, or whatever. You know, one, you don't know where they've been through. You don't know how they were raised. Ultimately you know, when you get to the part of it being a deal breaker, they, I'm trying to say this, um, you can extend grace, but not at the detriment of your own boundaries and your own safety. Mm -hmm. That's what a compromise comes in at. And, you know, hearing you, you know, when we were were kind of talking about it and and the self-sufficiency piece and all of that, it's just, our past unfortunately does kind of, Predict our future, you know, and we don't always get a chance to move together. But as long as you have goals that you're uh, attempting to reach, I'm cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But stationary complacency, I I can't do that because Mm -hmm. I don't I don't like that. I always want to be moving forward. And granted, I'm not insatiable. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not that it's hard to please me, but I feel like, you know, ultimately, I want you to make that self-sufficiency piece, but I want to make you to make sure that you are finding your own happiness as an individual. And, you know, where I was going with the single piece is that depending on how long someone's been single or if they've ever even had a serious relationship, they don't know how to be in one. Mm -hmm. So they're used to going to the beat of their own drum. So, you know, I'm ambitious. I'm doing this. I know how to do what I need to do for me. And I've never had to think about incorporating someone else into that piece of my life, yet alone showing up for them in the same way that I show up for myself. So like, you know, Rodney was saying, ultimately, it could just be a conversation Mm -hmm. or it could just be something that they are um, unable to do, whether it's intentional or intentional. Intentional or unintentional, excuse me. Mm -hmm. That's all I wanted to tack on that. Mm -hmm. But the moral of the story is, make sure you know your deal breakers and keep your feet down.
0: Trust yourself. Yes. Yeah, like...
1: There are boundaries for a reason. Yeah. So don't buckle. (laughs)
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Like, and, and if you notice yourself just like... There'll be some that you will have that you will have to waver a little bit and check in, but there are some that just stick exactly. stick to it. And that can be very, very hard to do, but it
1: Oh, I'm so it, glad you said that.
0: It just it pays off in the end. You know, I think we mm-hmm. have to get away from this idea of instant gratification mm-hmm. and the yes. idea of not being fulfilled with self. And willing to take things from other people that can that are not necessarily filling a void. Mm-hmm. But um filling up space. Yes.
1: Yes. And I,
0: so I, letting I, deal breakers, you know, kind of slide and stuff like that. And that's something and I'm not we're not perfect, you know, like, you know, Dream right. Jim was just saying, like and I we're I'm we're saying this from a place from a very lived experience <laughs> place. Mm-hmm. Um just it's something it's things that we will have to remind ourselves of on a constant basis especially shoot this could even look like work i gotta remind myself of my breakers that work quite
1: often what you like, say like, boundaries
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh mm-hmm. girl, I said i'm not coming in i'm not doing them extra hours <laughs> right like <laughs> don't care how many times
1: like, somebody you know, else to do it
0: yeah like it's because of just my own mental health, because of having to work on other things, and blah blah blah. But yeah, um, did you have something else before I move on? Or?
1: Yeah, yeah, real quick. Just give people time. Give people time mm-hmm. to show you who they are. Don't just be looking for all of these things as soon as you meet them because they're not going. You know, they don't have an opportunity to show you anything. At all in the beginning, like some of those deep and like those internal ones, those intangible things that you look for that may be non-negotiables, give them time to show you whether it's actually a non-negotiable or not. Because each of these things that we talk about is, you know, deal breakers or non-negotiables or things that you look for in a partner, they are contextual and they're situational. And what I mean Mm -hmm. by that is that you have if the situation doesn't call for that um, particular attribute or characteristic to show up, then how can they show it to you? Mm-hmm. So don't just assume that because you haven't seen it, that it doesn't exist, if there hasn't been an opportunity for that piece of them to show up in the relationship or the situation. Yep. Okay it's now. Agreeable.
0: <laughs> I mean, I agree. Um especially just giving it time, y'all also doesn't mean that you are mean about the deal breaker while you're giving it time. Have some openness mm-hmm. to the realistic potential That could happen if you're going to give it some time. Right. So, okay. Moving onward and upward. Therapist hats off. So, all right, fam. It's time for our therapist hats off segment. But today we are going to do things a little bit differently. Instead of questions, we are going to be sharing some perspectives from our listeners um, about deal breakers. And we'll offer some feedback with our therapist hats off. Also, um, we did not share the names of the listeners just for anonymity. Um yeah, I think I think that's best. Correct. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Okay, so the first quote that we got about dealbreakers. I think it's important that we have them, but I think it should be more based on what my core values are. They should be more they should be more character based than superficial or surface level. We forget that we are dealing with another human that will also have to accept things about us that may not be their ideal. I think oftentimes you need to know who you are as a person, which can come with time.
1: Mm. First of all, I'm glad, you know, keeping it anonymous cuz you just never know who's listening, but I wish I could give you your flowers, whoever you are, listener, because that is on point. That is just in direct alignment with how we, what we just talked about this, mm-hmm. this episode. So, whoever you are, you you on the right path. You got it right, boo.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think
1: it's nothing. I'm, I don't even have anything to add to that. No feedback. None. Yeah, I. Yeah.
0: Yes. Thank you for this. Thank you for <laughs> right. summing up. You know what, Demetrius said, you put a nice little bow on that. Thank you. I mean, Um,
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so our next um, statement or quote is, my deal breaker is that he's not good at planning, seeing the bigger picture, and creating game plans accordingly. So I feel like that is, I don't see anything wrong with it as a deal breaker, but I, I feel like, you know, what? that's reading to me more than anything is you're a planner and you need your partner to be a planner. I need your partner to think about how his decisions today might impact your tomorrow or, you know, thinking about how that can impact your future and, you know, creating game plans. Okay. So if this is our goal, how do we get there? So almost kind of like you truly want a collaborator in the true sense of the word is what I, what I get from that. Mm-hmm. You like,
0: okay. So i i'ma just say it because i i feel like this should be for any serious romantic relationship to impose my opinion and feedback i feel like this should be a deal breaker for everybody mm -hmm. because if we have decided to be in a romantic relationship at this big age or a serious romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. We have to be here for a reason. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to play with you. And you need to be thinking about tomorrow and how it's going to impact me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know and what I'm saying? That. And, and the day after that. <laughs> listen, and honestly, <laughs> I feel like you probably should have thought about how yesterday was going to impact me too. But we're not there. so
1: <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm just say- saying. And,
0: but regardless, um I yeah, I, I think that this is important. And yeah, it's sure. It doesn't sound like you're a planner, but I think when you make a decision, if you if you truly understand you're deal breakers and you're making a decision to be in a romantic relationship, then I um think that this needs to be a priority for everyone because it will mean that you're not there to necessarily waste time with that person. You're open mm-hmm. to see what's happening and there has to be a bigger picture if you're open to see what's going to come, you know, it does not have to and look exactly how you thought it would, but, um, right. the bigger picture is there. Like you're willing, you're willing to be on that, that ride, that journey with him.
1: Yeah. You were basically saying what I was just about to say, like, ultimately, you know, I feel like what you said is clear, but what does all of that look like though for, mm-hmm. for him? Like, how does he actually, what does he a- actually need to do to make that a reality for you, for you to ch- check off that box on your deal breakers Mm that he's actually meeting those needs. What does that look like? Is there, you know, is it half and half or is it you want him to take the lead or you want it to be uh, equal control, you know, because Mm -hmm. there are some, you know, um, individuals out there who still hold traditionalist values and there's nothing wrong with that because I still hold some and I'm not in, um, but I don't conform to all heteronormative, you know, Perspectives, but you know, based on how I was raised and what I saw, and in relationships, like there are things that you know I still um, believe in in a traditional sense. So I feel like you know, one thing to understand your deal breakers, but to understand what they look like and what the person has to actually show you to prove that that's not a deal breaker, so that they're clear on what that looks like for Mm -hmm. them and how they achieve that.
0: Hmm. Yeah, you know. This is just, this is also making me think that, and I'm and and just working with a couple with this, like primarily of just breaking down the ideals that we have Mm -hmm. and being flexible to allow the growth within the relationship because your relationship will ebb and flow through moments like this, right? There are actually many times where your partner is not good at planning. And doesn't mm-hmm. see the bigger picture, but do you? Right. And are you able to remind each other of that in those moments? You know, like just mm-hmm. it's all the context coming back in. But, but yeah, I I can agree. Great. This comes back to Dimitri saying, like, come and sit down together, acknowledge what does this actually look like.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and and what and, is it? And what is it when it doesn't look like this? And how do we address?
1: You know, I'm I'm so glad you said that because ultimately. Does it have to look like the way you do it for it to be mm-hmm. accomplished? Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you brought that You added that piece to it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's it. <laughs> uh,
0: last one is a deal breaker for me is cheating. Okay. Mm. I um I can understand mm. why. I so, think that this is loaded.
1: It is very loaded. Yeah. Especially, especially with the way times are changing now. I feel like it's almost, because you know, okay. So I'll I'll, I'll tell you what my, where this took my mind. So first, you know, back in the day, and when I say back in the day, meaning our grandparents and great-grandparents, they dealt with a lot of infidelity and they stayed together. Then you had the generations after them was like, uh-uh, nah, boo, we ain't doing that. Yada, yada, yada. We doing the um, the Jasmine Sullivan, we busting out windows, flattening tires, <laughs> you know? And then now I feel that we're kind of moving back into this space to where, it's not the end all be all. Now, we do have some people who are just strongly rigid in that space that if you do that, that is their ultimate betrayal and they will not be able to trust you again. So we have to go our separate ways. But now there are a lot more people who are trying to heal from infidelity to save their relationships. So mm-hmm. I respect the, that it's a deal breaker. And I feel like it's nothing wrong with it being a deal breaker because that is mm-hmm. a very big betrayal of trust. I get mm-hmm. that. Um, but I feel like at the same time that I feel like it just, it, to me, as much as I want to say in this moment, that if I get cheated on, I'm done. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I, I really want to be solid in that. But I can only give you about 98.5% of, of of confidence that that's what I would do because there's so many different things that you out, you have to take into consideration mm-hmm. when this happens. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? How long have we been together? I do been with this person. What have you been together 15, 20 years? Mm -hmm. You know, what if you have grown, what if you both didn't know or you weren't aware that you had slightly drifted apart because you started to want different things and you didn't check in with each other about those things Mm -hmm. and it led you to a mistake or led you to, you know, something that you can't undo. So Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know. I don't know. I just feel like, like you say, that's a loaded one. I feel like it can go either way. I feel like, you know, it, it, people are rigid with them. And I feel like now a lot of people are trying to save their, salvage their relationships, you know, um, when infidelity happens, but to each his own, really. But
0: you're mentioning the generational things or, and stuff like that just also brings in the, um, I guess, the ideas behind accessibility now to people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is too. why i think that there is this like subconscious subconscious uh effort to try to heal relationships a little bit more now after an infidelity mm-hmm. has happened mm-hmm. i mentioned instant gratification earlier that i think it's just like a really big thing when it comes to cheating or infidelity overall mm-hmm. of like i can open my phone right now and see about 25 black men and reach one of them and it's already like, right. Like now it happened that fast. Mm-hmm. Whereas like possibly in different times in different generations mm-hmm. is not that easy. People are not that accessible. Mm-hmm. You cannot just, you know what I mean? Like that. Like yeah, you, cannot you can slide just up to come cross the boundary. Yeah. Like but not as th- easily.
1: But I wonder if that if that brings up another point though, the fact that, you know, those were um those were more affairs than there were like what we make what a set we of cheating identify now. as
0: cheating. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Because back then, because they didn't have you couldn't slide it to somebody's DM, you had to meet them in public. Exactly. So those, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, maybe back, you know, kind of putting it more into context, Ooh. like based on what you're saying, that ultimately those what our grandparents and great grandparents and before them experience were affairs versus mm-hmm. here. we cheating because you going and you jumping in whoever's bed and then you coming back and jumping in mine.
0: Mm-hmm. Hopefully after you shower. hmm. <laughs> But yeah, even the emotional, because it's easy access, you know? That's what I'm saying. Very true. Especially because, and that also ties into the point of, that could also be a reason why people are trying to heal their relationships more, because Mm -hmm. they're realizing that it was like a quick act of instant gratification. But I also can understand why that will be a deal breaker for someone of not being able to hold off on temptation or um, desire And um, just kind of ground yourself and and steady yourself. So
1: Yeah, that's why I said 98.5%. Sure, that I would be like, bye. But, you know, you just don't know until you're faced with that particular challenge when it's directly in your face versus what Mm -hmm. you've invested into a relationship and how much you actually care about them in the the context of what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, the reason why I say not is so high, though, is because one... It already takes me some time to truly trust someone. Mm-hmm. And then if I fully trust you and you betray that trust, I don't know if I can come back from that. I don't know yeah. how to come back from that. You know what I mean? Because I've already let you into a space that I don't even let many people in. First of all, you had to jump over a few hurdles and climb a few walls like this was the um a triathlon for you to even get to this trust. And then you me just. Drink. I'm just saying. Get just off saying my phone like right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm keeping it real. Like, you know, you already had to go through all of this for me to even fully trust you because of my own experiences. You know what I'm saying? I don't trust easy. You know what I mean? So to mm-hmm. give you all of that trust and vulnerability and whether, you know, whether unintentional, intentional, whatever the context may be, you shattered that. So I don't know how to. Repair that, but I guess that's why we have jobs. But neither doesn't no. nor the
0: high key. <laughs> high key. I have definitely helped people come back from infidelity before. Yeah, couples. Okay. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and flip your hat
0: in, friend. <laughs> oh, did I? I didn't even realize I did it.
1: Yes, to me. You did it without the arm. Um, yes, I haven't. Um, I haven't <laughs> had any clients with that, but I've had some. Um some some things like like addictions and things that like torn up and kind of still cheating in a way yeah basically but also Mm -hmm. like you know we talked we had an episode about this but it's it's also different opinions you know on what that is you know because some people you know like dependency with the yeah and they like porn you know it's some people you know or substance abuse things like that but yeah but
0: addiction wise yes not just the like right that's that's we're not. Well, that's I'm, different. No, that no yeah, judgment. that's different. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, If you like porn, you like porn. Now if, now, if it's stopping you from doing what you need to do, now we have a problem. But, um, dang, just now it's an explicit episode. i got to make right. sure I check that box. Look, first of all, all of, all of them be explicit to some degree. Oh, yeah, you know
0: what? I do check that box on all of the um, <laughs> episodes. Listen, it don't even matter. just to be safe. <laughs> just to be safe. <laughs> Click. Okay, anyway, we got to move on. Okay, okay, go real. ahead. Fred.
1: Okay, fair. No,
0: always on you. you good. <laughs>
1: So our earth lesson for this week is to have standards is not to only understand who you are, but also as an act of self-love and self-respect. Check in with your values and beliefs, then realistically set fundamental expectations that you aim to abide by, thus allowing others to follow suit if you choose to be in relation with one another respectfully a melanated therapist all right fam we hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll take a deeper look at your own deal breakers remember to follow us on instagram at respectfully mt and send your questions and topic requests to respectfully mt at gmail.com until next time fam peace y'all
0: respectfully respectfully
1: respectfully 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 Respectfully. a melanated melanated therapist. therapist